Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 182 of MMT two. Millennial Movie Talk. Two for two people. I'm one of your hosts, Brayden, joined as always by the wonderful Alex. Hello. And that's it. It's just, just the two of us. If you're on the, if you're on the, uh, the, the YouTube one, you'll notice that Brayden and I are much bigger. Yeah, we got take up so much more of the week. screen. I know. When oh, there's stretch out into it. Not a third or a fourth. It's the same yeah. camera frame, Alex. It's not going to be any different. What if I move back? I'm <laughs> sure that works. That's great for the audio listeners too. Just be really, just three meters away from the microphone at all times. Yep. They'll love that. Bless. How you been? We're, uh, good. We're entering the holiday season. The Christmas creep. Christmas creep. We on that Christmas creep. Uh, Let's do it. The shops and the malls are absolutely full of Christmas cheer, and uh, as they have been still since the beginning since, of November, since Halloween. <laughs> um, Halloween. And as for me, who's someone who works in retail, uh, it is still a nightmare. My first Christmas in ten years, not working retail. Oh my god, living the dream. This is my yeah. Is it good? Can I, you feel the Christmas cheer coming back I into your bloodstream? I just only thought about it today, like, as a second. <laughs> You're like, like, oh, hang on a second. I'm free. Mm -hmm. I'm free. I don't have to, uh, I'll, I'll center up. Um, oh, to... I'm also trying to do that. I'm, like, sitting on a really weird angle. You're not how normally, I normally on that angle, so that's a bit of a, bit of a learning curve for us. I, I'm, I'm lounging a lot more to sit this way, so hopefully that mic is still fine. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. It's We're all fine. fine. Um, it's fine. Yeah. But no, uh, that, 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 that Christmas cheer is still here. And uh, I think I want to lead straight into what you were just showing me before this. Alex, what's your thoughts on staying up to date on the hit Disney Plus series, The Santa Clauses? Well, Brayden, do I have to tell you? I think, you know, I showed you a couple of clips then just to get you. You did? Because I, you know, I haven't been keeping up to date on this one. Uh, no, not particularly on, on my radar. Shame on you, Braden. Uh, I know. I uh, find this show quite pleasant. Pleasant. It's quite pleasant. I think it's a, as the kids would say, it is a bit of fun. Um, bit of fun. Look, it's a bit of fun. Look, Cal Penn's in it. You saw him on there. Uh, this week we got Cal Penn going into the North Pole, Ooh. and uh, being interviewed to be Santa's replacement, which. Ooh. I know. Got I know. all the way to the in-person in interview process. In-person interview process for the, to be Sandy Claus. Yep, that's good. Um, Answered look, the Seek ad and everything. Yep, Seek, you know, uh, he's made it to round twos. Uh, he's going up against Peyton Manning uh, for, <laughs> uh, for the job of Santa. Big contender. And, you know, the big guy, the big guy's got, got his doubts about Carl Penn, but, uh, you know, uh I think I think everything's gonna gonna come too, and we're all gonna be happy. Look, still no still no Bernard the Elf, which is a bit of a oh, tragedy. What? That's what. That's all I know that people are watching it for. Yeah, uh, it's great having Tim Allen back. And at the end of this third episode, we just got so halfway through the season now. Um, yep. we just got them returning to to the real world, where he's now looking like Tim Allen. He's just normal old Tim Allen. Mm -hmm. Bless. And yeah, yeah. these these kids. Are not used to it. No, these kids are not are not uh, real world kids. 
there. I'm interested to see Cal Penn because he, at the end of this episode, spoilers, he just took the job as Santa, so he's now officially Santa. I can't wait to see what he looks like in the get-up with all the changes. That's honestly worth it just for that. That's a bit of fun. Oh, surely surely they must have tried to, like, get as many cameos as possible to try and do, like, a, a montage of, like, famous people trying to become Santa Claus. Yeah, that would have been nice. Would have been a bit of fun. It's way out of the budget, though. Oh, look, these things are back, though. They haven't appeared in the show. Oh, Bernard's There he back. is. Yeah. We haven't seen him yet. Uh, where is he? These but I was going to say, these, these oh, things. The big, oh, the big costumes from three. Is this three or two? I thought it was, uh, doesn't, uh, doesn't, uh. Oh, my God. I can't pause this for the life not, of me. Not Jack Skellington. Uh, Jack Frost. Jack nah, Frost, this is, that's it. I reckon, I swear these are the things that, um. Oh, no, he's ah, doppelganger do in the yeah, second the, one. Yeah, the, yep. the other Santa. When he runs the one. military style. That's Bernard. That's it. Goddamn, Bernard. Out here after all these years. I can't believe yeah. they brought back original cast members. That's so wild. It's a bit of fun. Goddamn. Like, even the wife's the same. They're all back. Yeah. Like, the fact they didn't have to recast any of them is nuts. Nah. What so about yeah, that uh, kid who was in Cat and Hat? Oh, oh, I think he's dead, Braden. Oh, I'm no, kidding. really? Nah. Um, oh, God. Uh, I, I don't not. think he's been in anything. I, his name's Spencer. I feel something. really bad if he is. Oh, I reckon no. his name's like Spencer. Yeah. Or is his name Spencer in Cat in the Hat? I think his name is Spencer in Cat in the Hat. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. Oh. I think so. I hope he's okay. Spencer. Yeah, his name is... Who, who's the actor that plays... No, he plays Conrad in Cat in the Hat. Conrad! His real name, his real name is Spencer Breslin. And wow, he might you, got be, the, uh, you got the real name? Yeah, he might be one of the famous Breslins. He is the older brother of Abigail Breslin. Oh. So he's a Breslin. Just... He, that kid is 30, by the way, now. Oh, my God. He, well, he's I mean... been divorced. <laughs> oh god <laughs> the kid from cat in the hat oh wow has been to, and he's got an album so sure jesus he released a at least a album in 2012 god time like wow mm-hmm. uh, time is a scary scary concept he currently um, co-hosts a weekly podcast oh well there you go good for him so yeah god damn Well, there's another holiday thing we watched. <gasps> oh, I watched this week. Another holiday, Christmas all around. Yes, and you know, I think this is one that most people uh, watch. This one's uh, this, this one's on a lot of radars because uh, mm-hmm. it's connected to a highly successful franchise. And this being the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, it's a holiday special, not Christmas special, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, there's not much to say about this. It was fun. It was a bit of fun. It was. It was delightful. I thought it took a while to get into it, but I thought once we got into it with the whole Kevin Bacon storyline, it all came together nicely. Yeah. Chris Pratt was in it much more than I thought. Groot did look weird like we thought Groot might look. <laughs> it's just so um, weird in his suit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, bless. Uh, and, yeah, Kevin Bacon's great. Look, Drax and Mantis, they, they do fine. I yeah. don't love them. I didn't love I thought they were the weakest parts of number two. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting we, we to very see much that they were doubling down on that. There is, it, you know, 
the best thing it does, and the most interesting thing it does, it just lets us know what the Guardians have been doing. Yeah. Um, since uh, Endgame, and and then what they're going to be doing in their third film. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, we get to know what they, like, you know, where they've been hiding out. Since, since, uh, since uh, Gamora's died, and we've got alternate timeline Gamora, and uh, they also had Thor for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, just catching up on what the hell's going on with them. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it just answers those questions. There's a pretty big character revelation, too, in it that they did spoil in the in the recent, most recent Disney Legends they brought out. Oh. Um, so I'm not going to say it because it, uh, if I would have been nice not to know mm, um, what it was, but yeah. Okay. Yes, but it's so. in the special. It's in the special. Okay. It's cool. the driving force of the special. Cool. Cool. I haven't, I haven't watched Legends or anything, so I'm mm-hmm. interested to find out what that is. Uh, how long yeah. is this special? 44 minutes. Okay, cool, cool. So nice, nice little runtime. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think the minutes. I think the Wealth by Night special was around fifty, around fifty-ish. Oh, so. I started playing it. Apologies. <laughs> I I I really like that amount of time for a special, and I hope they do 38, more of them. 30, 39 minutes with uh taking the credits off. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I re- I really like these specials that they're doing. Like I like it as yeah. a format for being able to expand on the Marvel Universe more without it being bogged down in trying to be its own big, long series or big, long film franchise. Yeah, it's nice. They're just like little breaths of fresh air, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it, it works quite nicely, and it saves us from being just inundated with gigantic films. Because uh, we've got Ant-Man coming up soon. February or January? February. Yes. I want to say February. They still haven't given a date for Secret Invasion, I don't think. Well, you know, it's going to come out February 17th. Um, Fake. Yeah. Get it. Get, yeah, Secret Invasion does not have a... When does, when does Guardians 3 come out? May 5th. Um, Next year? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's... Okay. How many? Wait, okay. Really good question. While we're here, what is actually on the slate for next year? Because I struggle to keep track of everything, and alrighty, I'm I I I, I'm really engaged with it, so I I struggle to think what general audiences are thinking. So, uh, kicking off, we have Quantumania, February seventeenth. Then we have Guardians of the Galaxy three, May fifth. Then we have Secret Invasion in between there, which will be spring 2023, so mm-hmm. autumn for us. Then we have The Marvels, which is July 28th. Cool. Then we have Echo coming out summer. That's right. Next yes. year. Then we have Loki Season 2, summer of next year. That, I have no idea what they're going to do with. That'll be interesting. We have Blade, November 3rd. <laughs> Maybe. No. We might have Blade. No clue of uh, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think that one's out. getting delayed. Ironheart Fall of twenty twenty three. Cool, cool. And then uh, Agatha Coven of Chaos Winter twenty twenty three. Oh man, your voice got away from you at the end. It there. did. It did. It ran away. God damn. Yeah. The the witch's coven got to you. She got me. She well, got me. Okay. 
okay. That, there's some interesting stuff in there. So potentially four movies next year. Yeah. Still a lot. But Yeah. Well, I we mean, normally have three a year. Yeah. Maybe That's, we have this year. This year. Three. I, did we? Yeah. Spider-Man. Doctor Strange. No, Spider-Man was last year. Doctor Strange. Doctor Black Strange. Panther. Black Panther and Thor. Thor. What about yeah. Thor? Yeah. Well, so we're two for, we're two for three from the films this year. Yeah, bless. Um. Oh man, poor Chris. Poor Chris. Hope he's all right. Hope he's doing okay. Uh, yeah, I sure. uh, I watched something. He won't. That... He won't remember soon enough. To oh, know terrible. Uh, <laughs> goddamn. I watched uh a film that is also part of a franchise, mind mm-hmm. you. It only has one other film. Um. I watched the new uh, Enola Holmes movie, Enola Holmes 2, over on Netflix, um, mm. starring the wonderful Millie Bobby Brown, staring directly into the camera, and uh, her big brother, big brother, uh, Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. Better or worse than the first one? I put it on par, if not a teeny bit better. Is there more Cavill? Uh, there is definitely more Cavill. How much? Is he like a main character? So his plot actually, like, all that they're showing of, like, him struggling with his case is mm-hmm. very interconnected with the main plot where we follow mm-hmm. Enola. So, yeah, we follow Enola. She's trying to help find this girl's sister who she works with, basically. Um, and they work in a match factory. And mm-hmm. best part about it, and I didn't know this going in, uh, it's actually based on true events. Um, okay. So there's a real thing that happened in uh, this era of London uh, where a bunch of women and young girls who worked in a matchmaking factory, uh, they went on strike. And um, mm-hmm. it was like one of the like first big things for Stri- women's was rights and stuff. Strike? And, oh, it's a match strike. And, match uh, and yeah, the, it's at, at the end it comes up with this is an actual thing that happened. And I was like, that's oh, cool. cool. That's awesome. But then you also get just the, the most fun of the Enola Holmes films. Like, mm. watching these films is just so fun. These two, their dynamic is great. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill. I did not expect it, like, to be as good as what it was. I thought there'd be yeah. parts where it was like, oh, this doesn't really work. But uh, Henry Cavill's just so much fun. Oh my god, Henry Cavill! Like I know people really like him when he's like shirtless and stuff, but like him in like the full suit, Ooh. with his hair so, like that. Ooh. Is he, is there other brother in it at all? So they Mycroft is not in it. They because he didn't look like he was <laughs> there's in it. A, they keep doing these little flashbacks to when Anola was learning from her mother, played by Helena Bottom Carter, because um, hmm. of course. Um, like when she's learning from her mom as a kid to be a young independent woman. And um, there's one shot in the film where they reference her brothers and then they show a very young uh, Holmes and uh, uh, Sherlock and Mycroft. And Mycroft just looks like the dweebiest little kid ever. It's great. But that's all they mention of him, really. But if you're wanting more Sherlock stuff, this film delivers immensely uh, because everything we're getting with the interconnected plot, everything we're getting with the more uh, Henry as Sherlock scenes, uh, he's brilliant as Sherlock. I really, really like it. 
this is a really like without going into spoilers because I actually really like what they evolve into. Um, this is a really interesting part of Sherlock's life that we don't really see that much. Mm. Normally, we don't get to see this earlier part. I guess him learning how say. to do it all. Yeah, like he's he's incredibly successful, but like he's kind of struggling. Like he's really struggling as a person. Um, plus these two these two together are so cute. Um, the whole like relationship dynamic that they're getting into. The mystery itself is very fun. Um, the action set pieces are great. Uh, they're, they're really fun, like fighting scenes and stuff. Um, it's filmed, it's just really fun. It's got that guy from um, uh, from the Harry Potter films who plays yeah. the werewolf dude. Um, Remus. Yeah, he's kind of like a kind of like a antagonist because like he's a police officer who's like kind of involved in the case and like is making him struggle and stuff. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It's super, super fun. Um, yeah, I would put it on par, if not a bit better than the first one. And I did like the first one. So I think I okay. ended up giving it like a four, four and a half-ish, maybe. That's good. That's um, good. Do we meet Watson in this film? Mm, yes. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yes, yeah, that, that is... Unfortunately, that's one of those questions where, like, no matter how you respond, you're going to give away the answer. So... Uh, uh, but I really speaking. like what they set up for it. Um, okay. And my God, like, if we get an Enola Holmes 3, like, that film's going to be off the rails. It's going to be great. Speaking of mysteries, Brayden. Mystery. There's a new mystery in town. Oh, a new Knives Out mystery? Maybe. I... Playing for one week in theatres this past week. Yep. Was... The sequel to the hit Who Done It by Ryan Johnson, which was Glass Onion, a Knives Out story. But in the film, it the the title card only says Glass Onion. Oh, I like so, that. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So here we have a whole new cast of characters. Another star-studded re- cast. Mm-hmm. With the returning favorite being Ben Wablan. Uh Daniel Craig is incredible. As Benoit Blanc, um, Edward Norton's great. Janelle Monae's a standout in the film. Cool. Uh, and yeah, look, uh, I'm going to be completely honest. Um, preface this by saying this: uh, I said it. I did do a little review on Letterbox. Um, but is it better than Gla- than Knives Out? I personally don't think it is. Mm. But that's more of a testament to Knives Out than it is a detriment to Glass Onion. I think this is still a incredibly entertaining smart and uh and funny uh who done it and mystery from Ryan Johnson. Yep. Um the thing that does hold it back for me is that I like the characters more in um Knives Out. Yeah. Maybe because I've watched that film multiple times and I've spent more time with the characters. I can but... definitely see that, but like those characters with their like interconnected family dynamic. And... I I think it's oh. the thrombies and they're they're so egocentric and and just like yeah, yeah. they're um, they like conflicts with each other. Like, of course, you're gonna be able to get that in any group that you do a whodunit with. But and like, then it's also they were such bonkers characters to be in the same family, and like mm. everyone can think of that like one family member who's an absolute <laughs> like off the walls weirdo unit. 
And um, it was so, cool to see a family of that. And it's got Anna Anna Armas, who was like her her character oh. is fantastic, and I always love her. And the best part of that film was at the end when she's overlooking them with oh. a coffee mug that says "My House." Excellent, and incredible, so good. love that movie. Um, There's Glass so much that movie did right. Look, Glass Onion. I uh, I've seen it twice now. Nice. Um, so any film like this, minimum watching is two. Yeah, because so that way you can always, go back and reflect on, see all the things you missed. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Uh, like I said, Daniel Craig is having the most fun in this role. I'm so glad Daniel role. Craig isn't James Bond anymore and is out doing this sort of stuff. Yeah, because like, well, yeah. I mean, like, I loved him as James Bond, but like, like seeing him get to really flex, not just in a muscles way, in mm. a like really interesting fun character way uh one thing that i did not expect from this film that it does it does do is that uh it incorporates covid into the film oh yeah if we go back to the doc here i think only briefly in the beginning we can see face masks oh yeah Um, oh we can see do they like address it at all yeah so benoit blanc is currently in a situation in his life where he is waiting for that one big case. He's sitting mm. at home incredibly bored during lockdown. Oh, um, okay. And he's waiting for that, for that next big case. Um, shockingly, not one single reference to Knives Out. Oh. Like, like there's it one point really where It's really its own film. It's its own movie. You don't even have to see Knives Out to watch this. I, um, I really respect that. That's cool. Uh, one thing that this film does uh, more than its predecessor was that we spend more time with Benoit Blanc, cool. uh, which is all, always a delight. Um, yeah, I think all the actors playing their characters are great. I think the pacing is excellent. I think the mystery is also very strong. Um, cool. And yeah, it very much like the first one, uh, you know, it, it just flips it on its head and it keeps, and you know, the movie pr- like, gets you into a false sense of like, you know what's going on and then immediately pulls the rug out from under you. Cool. And, and yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was one of the things that I respected the most with that first knives out was the first knives out was just like, we're going to tell you who killed him. Oh, and then, but it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was such a cool twist on the who done it genre. I hadn't seen it done before. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they follow it up. So yeah, uh, look, the characters are a lot of fun. Edward Norton's great in it, uh, playing just this Elon Musk billionaire. You know, you've got <laughs> Dave Bautista playing a a men's activist, a me- oh like a, a social media influencer. Yep. Like, but it's very pro men. Oh uh, Kate God. Hudson playing kind of a dim-witted model. Yep. Um, Pastor Prime, and then you've got yeah, you've got uh, Catherine Hahn playing a politician. Ooh. And and Leslie Odom Jr. playing an engineer that works for uh, Edward Norton. Nice. Okay. So yeah, and Janelle Monet just being fantastic. She definitely fills in the Anna de Armas role. Oh, uh, in nice. The film. So yeah, she gets a lot of screen time, and oh, cool. yeah, she's she's very good in the film. I'm glad. So if, I'm, I'm glad they're in it a bunch because yeah, I, I really. If you're like going to see it from her, you'll be very, very, very happy. Excellent. Very excited. Yeah. Um, a four and a half out of five. Um, I think it's very, look, it's only a, 
a smidgen under Knives Out. Yeah. And that can change in time because, like I said, I have a feeling it's because uh, Knives Out is something that I've revisited many times. Something mm. It's a movie that I love. And, uh, yeah, uh, I very much can see it hitting the same level in the future. Excellent. I'm very excited for the third film. We've had, we've had, yeah, you know, there's no, there's like, I'm not saying that they set anything up. Um, but yeah. I'm just, because he's got a third film coming. That okay, was cool. part of the contract with Netflix. Um, so yeah, look, I, we've had one in full. We've had, we've had one in summer now. Maybe Ooh. we can give us a mystery in, in winter. Maybe a, a Snowden cavern uh, mystery would be cool. Or I would we like could, that. We could have, we could do a train, a vehicle based <gasps> murder, murder on a boat, murder yes. on a train. What would be, what would be the weirdest vehicle that they could do? Hmm. Oh. Mm. Look, I think he'd go murder on a boat before murder on a train. Yeah, well, the, from uh, the initial teaser for Glass Onion, I, I totally thought this was murder was on a boat. boat. So I'm I'm no. surprised that it's not, but also mm. just very excited. And I like the fact that it's it's its own thing, like completely separate. That at one point a character references a case that is one of his, but it's not. It's not. I thought that was that she was going to be like, oh, you did, you investigated this case, and I thought you she was going to say the, the thrombie, the thrombie case, yep. and then it wasn't it. It was like a completely different one. And I was just like, I like that. I was like, I really respect you, Ryan that. Johnson. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm I'm really happy for Ryan Johnson to be out here doing that. That's cool. Yeah, really strong, really strong show. Ah, uh, mo- show movie. <laughs> you want to coming show to Netflix it. on December twenty third? Yes, as uh, Michael and I found out. Uh, <laughs> when we tried to go watch it the other night, did you see and, us log it? And then you're like, yeah, I was out. like, oh, cool, they watched it, and like, I knew it was doing a limited cinema release, but like, I guess I just thought, oh yeah, that's done, so it must be on Netflix now. And yeah, no, <laughs> it's, yeah, I was like, great oh, okay, to see in a theater too. Got to wait until like Christmas. Funnier than the first one as well. Cool, like intentionally, intention. Yeah, they go for more jokes. There's more jokes. In this, yeah. And and they land. Majority of them, yes. Good. Good. That's good to hear. Mm. Less. Well, other than all, all these uh, fun new things, uh, a new thing ended, uh, I guess, a week or so ago now, because I was a little bit behind. Um, not as behind as everyone else on this show. Uh, and or um, the season finale came out. And I tell you what, I, I hadn't watched to an and I hadn't watched episode 11 yet, uh, so I watched them back to back. And my God, Stellan Skarsgård is so cool in this series. I've watched the first four episodes. Oh, so you've just started the heist? Yeah, we've mentioned the heist. I'm on episode five at the moment. Nice. Very nice. Episode five is a bit of a, it feels like very much the middle of the heist story arc. There's been a lot of setup so far in the show. Episode five is all setup. Okay, so but more setup. It's so worth it because episode six is just some of the most tense TV. Ah, oh, and tension is something they do excellently in the finale as well. Because mm-hmm. in the finale, when you like write it down on paper, not a lot happens in the grand scheme of things. But as an episode of TV. Excellent. Really, really excellent. And I like where they're going for season two. 
Um, I, I, I again, Stellan Skarsgård just steals the show uh, for a bunch of it because he's excellent. Um, there's a, I think it's possibly the only like proper like space battle sequence. And like, yeah. while it isn't very long, it's cool as shit. <laughs> awesome. But, uh, yeah, but yeah I'm, very, I'm really happy that's getting a season two. Very excited. Uh, and I, I'll jump back into it after I, I finish with these bloody housewives, Braden. He's <laughs> back on the housewives. And I picked up from where I left off. I'm not oh restarting. God. There's oh, too God, many. no, you wouldn't want to restart we're, it. We're, we're doing, you know, it's how many episodes a season? Yeah. 24 episodes a season. Each episode goes for 45 minutes. So Man. we're. Old TV structure. Big... I just. That's so much. Mm-hmm. There's a big commitment, but we're back. We're watching these housewives. These desperate, desperate as ever. Desperate housewives. Um, <laughs> uh, Tom and Lynette, they're, they're dealing with an issue at the moment because. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, someone else is dealing with an issue at the moment. Oh. Alright, so Tom and Lynette are dealing with an issue because Tom's mother uh, is showing signs of Alzheimer's. Oh no. And yeah, no, that's not good. So we've got an Alzheimer's uh, subplot in here now. Yep. Um we ha- we're currently dealing in the middle of a switched at birth um storyline where Wow. You c- you couldn't Gavin... have gone for a more real story arc alongside a more bonkers story arc. Yep. Uh and it looks like uh Gabrielle and Carlos's oldest daughter, she, she was switched at birth. So they kind of met this other family and now they're, they're both kind of all spending time with their biological daughters. Wow. And what's Susan and Mike up to? Susan and Mike. Uh, <laughs> um, Susan is current, has just finished a stint of being a cam girl. Um, okay. For <laughs> she's been a cam girl that, you know, nothing like that, but she, you know, she dresses in lingerie, lingerie and cleans her house. Yep. To make extra money because they're flat broke and they had to mm-hmm. move off Wisteria Lane, Braden. You know, they're not <gasps> oh. this season seven, they haven't been a part of the lane. Oh, no. Um, so we're dealing with that at the moment. And then Brie, just to wrap up our, our, our couple of desperate housewives here, um, she's currently dating her much younger um, house renovator man oh. because uh, her husband at the, at the end of last season decided that he was leaving her because, all right. Backstory she, time. Oh, here we go. So in season one or two, Bree's youngest, no, Bree's oldest child, Andrew, um, who's gone through a bit of a phase, he's a bit of a, you know, he's a bit of on the booze. Ooh. And also, yeah, he's just had a very anti-mum phase, you know, mm. uh, to the point where she just left him at a bus stop and we didn't see him for two seasons. Wow. <laughs> Holy so, shit. That's yeah. not what I was expecting at all. So he got drunk and got in his his mum's car and he ran over and killed um Carlos's mother and they covered it up and told no one. Um so Bree's husband uh at, at the end of last season decided to leave her because she convinced because he accidentally did something wrong. I can't remember what he did, it was too long ago. Yeah. And I hadn't watched it, but she told him that the best thing was to do was to turn himself in and do the right thing and confess. So he did that, and he spent some time in prison. Um, he's now paralyzed from an airplane crash at the Christmas show. Um, okay. That's yes, so unrelated sh- to everything else. Yeah, he's paralyzed from an airplane crash. Um, 
that yep that like a little two seater plane propeller plane yep. that crashed on the lane um and he got oh paralyzed from you, that I, quick aside did you see that horrendous crash that that air show in america had the other week no did you see did you see the um the car that drove into the fireworks store today Jesus, no oh my god yeah a car drove into there blew up and just like oh my god fireworks america, everywhere. what are you doing and then there was this head, this GoPro, like some kind of motorbike here, there's a GoPro yep. on here. And there's footage of a, a U rolling and hitting straight into him. And it is, it is terrifying. Oh, my so, God. So, yeah, America's crazy. Yeah. Goddamn. But anyway, so, so also so decided to leave her. Yeah, so are these housewives. So she, she you know, he learned that she told him to confess and he did time in jail. But she covered up a murder that her son did. And he went, <laughs> well... <laughs> One of my, he's like, I'm leaving. He's like, I'm divorcing you. Fair enough, I think. Fair enough. You did, you, yeah. you cover up for our son, but you won't cover up for me. Yeah. So, yeah, he murdered someone. I didn't, I didn't even do that. <laughs> that's insane. So, that's where we're at at the moment on the lane. Susan God just damn. got fired because the school found out about a cam girl stint. Oh, no. Um, oh, and Paul Young has returned. No, I'm kidding. He has, but we'll, we'll stop it there. Too much backstory in that Jesus. one. Jesus. How many seasons of this show is there? Eight. Oh, so you're actually near the end. I'm on season seven. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I well, picked uh, back up. I was up to season six. Bit weird because, you know, the, the f- season five is the first season after the time jump. So I'm right. coming a season after the time jump happened. Yeah. So there, there's a lot that's different from like the majority that you've seen. Yeah. Bless. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure next week we'll get another, uh, Hot Desperate Housewives update. We, we, we love Tom Scarvo. He's our favorite. The be- he had a great storyline recently when he was suffering. Uh, so Lynette and Tom, they get busy. They have five children. Um, and she just finished giving birth to the newest kid. And he got diagnosed with postpartum depression. Um, <laughs> okay. And so he, he got, he got um, prescribed uh, marijuana. Um, and she swapped it with oregano and he went around thinking he was high and acting high from smoking oregano. And it came up to a very funny oh revelation where he went to one of his friends and went, come on, let's go get high. Oh and God. his friend who was Italian just looks at it and goes, this is oregano. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What is that show? A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We've watched a lot of things that are a lot of fun this week, haven't we? Yes. And I guess what, Brad? It has been a lot of fun. Oh, it's been a lot of it, fun. It's been a lot of fun. I'm not sure if there's anything else I've watched. I'm going to do a quick triple check. I think that's about it. I'm finally up to Tom Baker's Doctor Who in my classic Doctor Who watching. Um, mm-hmm. Fourth Doctor time. Um, sad to see uh, John Pertwee, the third Doctor, go. Um, I really enjoyed him. He was a lot of fun. Uh, very uh, silly and suave, but... Uh, the silliness is uh, uh, going up in immeasurable amounts because I've only watched the first uh, Tom Baker special, but my God, uh, he is serving a whole different kind of energy, which definitely laid the groundwork for like some of the like more recent stuff that I have seen. Um, yeah, there's very much vibes of like you can see the silliness of like when. Uh, David Tennant and Matt Smith's doctor are like being really wacky. 
Like you can mm-hmm. really you can really see that DNA back there. But uh no, it's good fun. I'm enjoying it. Lastly, the last thing I want to shout out oh. is the newest episode of the Always Sunny podcast. Oh yeah. Where they you know, it's the the episode that they're discussing of the show this week was um one of the their most famous ones, which is yep. The Night Man Cometh, which is uh a musical episode that it's the gang that they put on a musical. So it's not like the episode's not a musical, but they put on a musical. Okay, yep. And it's become so well-known and popular that they, as a cast, took it on tour across America, wow. the actual musical. And so, you know, this week they, they did the show and uh, they, had, they had some guests on there and uh, they decided, you know, we'll get the composer who's composed all the music for Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And they thought... What other person can we get that enjoys musicals and that's a big fan of Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Hey! And, uh, and uh, that is Mr. Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel. So, God damn. Yeah. Good and then to see OBS him has out. decided to do its thing where he loves his podcasts. Like. He does. So it's because he knows them as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's look, I thought it was one of the best episodes and I really enjoyed that, that episode. Nice. So. So yeah, that's that's what that's God what damn. I thought, and I thought I thought it was it was a lot of fun. Tell you what, I'm hearing more and more people jumping on that uh, the Welcome to Wrexham show, and yeah. people are loving it. Um, I want to start watching. My family. I want to start watching his other show on Apple TV, Mythic Quest. Oh yes, I've uh, I watched the first uh, I watched the first season and a half, I think. Yeah. Good. Um. It's it's a bit of fun. Like uh, you, as a fellow gamer, uh, will definitely like you'll. I think you'll enjoy it more than someone who wouldn't know anything about video games. It's it's also the same creators as Always Sunny. Yeah, like, like I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's a lot of the the same team behind it. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, <laughs> the characters in uh, Mythic Quest bonkers. Um, Welcome to Always Sunny. Who's <laughs> the guy from Community? Da- oh, Danny Pudi. Uh, yes, yeah, Danny Pudi. Um, his characters, his character in Mythic Quest is so polarizingly different to his character in Community, and he's, he's a good just, actor. He's such, such a cynical asshole, and it's great. Um, so yeah, I I really yeah. loved this episode this week because we went through one of my favorite episodes, and I got to watch Liv Manuel Miranda. Um, he, he's he's fascinating to listen to in interviews. It's like two worlds combining, and he was he's he had so many questions for them. Yeah, like because he's a big fan of the show and of cool. and of the musical, and and everyone is kind of come to the consensus now that Charlie Day is a music prodigy because he has not studied one lick of music. He just jumps on a piano and starts playing tunes. Oh my god! <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's a lot of fun. Good on so, him. Uh, can't That's wait cool. to see him tomorrow. In the Luigi trailer. Uh, the Mario trailer. We're getting a new trailer? Yeah, they posted new character posters today. We finally saw what oh, Peach looks like. Oh, okay. I haven't seen any of this. Haven't you? Bro- Come on, I haven't. I'm up. sorry. Gotta keep up. Maybe I can find him. Hang on. Yeah. Goddamn. Okay. Well, a new trailer. I'll be very interested to see what they show in a new trailer. Mm-hmm. If we get a bit more of an idea of what the film is going to be about. 
I am very interested to see what this film is about. Oh, are they? Can I not find these posters now? Do they get take down the posters? This <laughs> Did they leak? Here's one of no, it wasn't a leap, but here's one of them. Okay. This is Ooh, okay, very pretty. But there was definitely more. Let me find them. Very pretty. That's cool. Cause my because they had what, um It's gonna be a pretty movie. Yeah. It's gonna be visually very nice. Because they had they also had character catchphrases on them as well. Oh. <laughs> what would Luigi's be? Uh Luigi's is you just got Luigi'd. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, sure. Okay, I actually, you know what? I'm totally on board for that. That's very funny. Yeah, it, it's a bit of fun. Goddamn. Let me find it. Oh, they could have made it really meta and called it, uh, this will be the year of Luigi. Because yeah. uh, Nintendo's year of Luigi is famously uh, their worst financial year they've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they did, they did leak, Brayden. Oh, they did leak. It's not official. Yeah. So you want to see him? Oh, of course I want to see him. So here's Toads. <laughs> I fear nothing. Amazing. That's great. She can do anything, Princess Peach. Oh, I like, well, I mean, like, part of her is still incredibly skinny, but, like, I like that she's not incredibly gaunt. Yeah. Like, like her face could look... <laughs> okay. Luigi's going to be a standout in this. Yeah, you just movie. got Luigi. Even looks like Charlie Day, man. It does. They um, made Luigi look a little bit more like Charlie Day. That's so funny. And then Plumbing's our game. Oh, my God. Oh, and there's an actual photo of them in front of their, their van, and they're actually in here. Oh. Look at them. They're actually in Brooklyn. They have a plumbing Ooh, service. Oh, we're going to see the... Oh, look at that. Oh, I really like that. Mm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? I'm a bit more on board, even just seeing from this one image. Yeah. That's... It's... That's serving yeah, some that, cool stuff. Well, we're actually going to see him as plumbers. Yeah, I really like that. That's, that's really fun. I really like that. You just got Luigi. You just got... I, man, what can, what, what can I say? I just got Luigi. You just got Luigi, Braden. I got Luigi so hard, my camera died. Yeah, it's died, and I've tried fixing it. Um, Bless. Well, do you want to fix it one more time so that we can uh, bring it to the end of this show without me pulling a meme face? Yeah, sure. There you go. There we go. That's me. There we are. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for episode 182 of MMT Millennial Movie Talk with the two of us. Um, Make sure to... Follow us on your podcast service of choice, whether it be Spotify, Anchor, Apple Music. Leave some reviews on them. That'd be swell. Uh, share them with your friends. Um, if you're over here watching the video, seeing how many fingers Alex is holding up, uh, I'm not going to tell you podcast listeners. You'll have to come over and see. Uh, you can uh-huh. subscribe here on YouTube and uh, leave a comment below and uh, let us know your thoughts on any of the films and TV shows that we talked about this week uh, and like it. Why not? Um, and if, the... if you time it, weirdly enough, on a Tuesday night for us here in Adelaide, South Australia, uh, you I might even you be do. able to jump into the chat live. If you want. If you want. But I'm not going to force you to do it. If not, you can follow us on your social media service of choice, which is probably Instagram at this point. It's kind of... That's cool. Kinda, kinda it. I don't know what's going on with Twitter at the moment. And uh, at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. Um, and... 
if you want, I'm not afraid to ask at any time, uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash talk. You can chuck us a buck or two and help make the show happen. Hell yeah, and you get buddy. a bunch of commentary tracks. And stuff. Hell uh, yeah. Alex, thank you so much for joining me for this uh, late recording of MMT. That's right, my annual leave. Ah, beautiful. We love to hear it. I just have uni work to do. Yuck. Yep, I finished Friday. Goddamn, you got this. Come on through. Next next week, we're all going to feel incredible. We got this. On my chair. Alex has a new chair coming. You can check that out on YouTube next week. Next week. It's meant to be here today. Didn't come today. Very sad. Fuck Australia Post. And as always. I'm Alex. I'm Brayden. And we're out of here. Goodbye.